Welcome to the Cosmic Brew Show! I say adieu, adieu to the dear. What is up, Brother Cos? How the hell are you, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Back at it, uh, you know, uh, we just got done with... Um, uh, you know, craziness of, uh, you know, the Super Bowl. Um, uh, what was that, yesterday or two days ago? What, what are we, Tuesday? Well, depends on how long your hangover was, cuz. Tuesday, yeah. You know, I, I tried to up, you know, we, we went to some people's house, some friends of ours. They got kids the same age as our kids, you know, and uh, no one was really, I was prepped because my wife's been sick, so I had, she was definitely going to do the driving. And um, I was prepped to, uh, to get get after it and i tried to raise it for everybody but no one was really uh no one was really having it i got one of the moms to take a shot with me and that was about it and so you know no there was no hangover to be had there's always one in every room <laughs> there was I, we did the same thing and there was a gal who's you know she's got three kiddos and you could tell she's like i want to get drunk and <laughs> Just, I mean, like, I'm like two thirds of, I got two thirds of a beer, a stiff beer, I might add. Hey, you need another? Hey, you need another? <laughs> but to everybody in the room. <laughs> she, I guess she's the host. She's just being host-like. And she wanted to get drunk. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the Super Bowl a lot because I didn't watch any football all year. Um, my Niners imploded because they wanted to play the guy who couldn't throw a football rather than a guy who could throw a football. And maybe he just didn't know where it was going to go, but at least he could throw one. Um, what, who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, we had brought, was it Brock Purdy? Is, Purdy, yeah. Yeah, then he, but he couldn't throw. Like, he, after he got, well, hurt, he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, after he got hurt, he couldn't throw the ball. Like, he said he couldn't throw it further than five yards. <laughs> Right. And well, at that point, like Christian McCaffrey, who threw this terrible pass in that game. I mean, it looked like if I threw a football, what it would look like. I was surprised that he was the next on the list. I would have figured that Debo would have been and Debo could do anything. So I figured that that would have been the route to go. That was but. on my mind as well. But I didn't watch any football and I heard I hardly cared about that game. And I'm a huge 49er fan. Um, so when I watched the Super Bowl, it was like I would I was like those other people, you know, I used to be super into it. And right. now I was just there for, you know, bleeps and giggles and food and, and, and whatever I was going to drink. And the, yeah. the Rihanna show, I Rihanna show, I got yes. more out of the Rihanna show than anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know people are. I know. Well, I, I know people I, I are talking about it, but I'm not a fan, so it's not. I mean, it was fine. I don't know. I just don't listen to Rihanna, so it's not like you're there, saying it would have. It would have been difficult for her to impress totally. me, but I, it was it, fine. I mean, it was cool. Or looking. she exceeded your very low expectations. Or that too, you know. It's, it was fine. I, I haven't really enjoyed many super. I mean, I liked last year's, but other than that, it's been a long time. Uh, since I've been like blown away by a Super Bowl, I mean, yeah, the Lady Gaga was okay. Yeah, you know? Lady Gaga was okay. Now I was, I was trying to remember these things. Um, yeah, I liked the uh, what was what's her name, the pop star, uh, the pop star, that the pop star yeah. guy. Oh, well, come to me at some other point. Um, because it was so stupid, I kind of thought it was stupid enough to be cool. Um, what what are you talking about? That one gal, uh, she sings. Uh, I kissed a girl. 
She's very pa- oh, famous. Oh, you're talking about, oh, from a couple of Super Bowls of a Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, Katy Perry. Katy Perry, yeah. I thought it was so stupid. It was great. I, I kind of... Uh, beat Wasn't it like a horse? Some sort of, like, big old horse or something involved well, in actually, that actually, this is the... I thought this is the coolest part. They're just... They keep upping the ante on, like, the aerial stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> and I was just sitting there thinking, like, how many people get to say that they, A, perform in front of a crowd that big, but B, get to do it like they're at, like, Circus de Soleil or whatever? I know. I, I was a little. I mean, that that was impressive that she was up there with a baby, those, with a baby pregnant with those moving, you know, things. I mean, they were they were way up there. I mean, she was. It wasn't like she was like fifteen feet above the ground. I mean, she was way the hell up there. And <laughs> also, she just handled it like yeah, a stud. Yeah. yeah and was, I mean, uh, like, think of you're that kid, like. Like I helped with that show. I was up there. <laughs> I did my part and uh but just like crazy, like and she was connected to this thing, but I I would have been on the ground in a ball, you know? Like I don't do heights. I don't, no, I don't do heights. I don't like being on my ladder when it's like, you know, leaned <laughs> up against my house like six feet. So I sure as hell ain't gonna do that. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm I'm not a big Rihanna music fan. I it's fine background music whatever but um you know at least the nfl is not trotting out uh the who at like 80 (laughs) i know there was a stretch where like it was only aarp people were the only ones allowed to perform so uh you know that's yeah that's the only people who can afford to go to the games them them and lebron that's true too that's true too they do need to cater to the people that are actually there so i I love how Uh, lebron's like i beat kareem's record and uh yeah i'm just gonna take an extra couple days off and go to the super bowl and yeah did they have a game that day no no not that day (laughs) but he, he just missed the last game and you know whatever he i i with LeBron, I actually am okay with it. The guy probably needs a rest anyway. Um, you score that many points, you probably deserve it. I thought it was just a little funny. Cause... What, what was crazy about that was how they stopped everything. Like, I, I didn't realize that that was like, because you know, it was like 10 seconds left in the quarter. <laughs> so I thought that was so weird that they like didn't do that whole thing like, at the quarter, you know, like it was like, like they just like stopped everything dead. I mean, the family's out there, the media, everything. I was like, wow, they're not going to just rattle off that 10 seconds. And, and, and the best thing about this is I was thinking about this before the game, never said anything. Cause I couldn't really figure out what the joke was, but like, I was like, you know, it would be like Thomas Bryant to try to go for 30 on the night that LeBron's trying to break the record or something. There was something in that ballpark. And then I don't know if you saw the still shot of, so LeBron, everybody in the building knows he's taking that fade away. Oh, and he's posting up hard. <laughs> he's hard posting up, man. <laughs> like calling for it. Like, what are you doing? What are you wrong? doing, man? Give me the ball. Me the ball. Man, I got him open. sealed. I got a small on me. He's too small. Mouse in the house. Yeah. And then sorry. he and then Bryant just demanded a trade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He and Firkin Corkmaz. I love it. Uh, Trade deadline was huge, man. Um, That's what we're going to cover in today's show. A lot of stuff going on. I mean, just... And and you knew it was going down. I mean, the Kyrie stuff was hilarious, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) 
Like, was there any surprise at any of that? (laughs) That's, I mean, I guess we could start there. I mean, that one really, and it was funny. I don't remember the last show we had. I said that Dallas needed to do something, you know, get, you know, they needed to make some sort of move just to like start moving in direction of like, we want to win a championship with our stud. This, I wasn't, this was not what I meant. (laughs) I, I really was like blown away that they made this move for like so many reasons. Like one, I mean, just teams tend to implode when he's around and you're like desperately trying to get into the upper echelon of the West. And then like, what do you, he's, he's, he can walk. He can walk. I I mean, do you really think they're going to resign him? I mean, like, Honestly, I mean, here's here's the com- I forget the guy's name. It's like Nico Harrison, I want to say. Um, he's the GM now of Dallas. I'm. Uh, he was a Nike rep, or mm-hmm. Nike, not rep, but like high high level yeah. Nike executive. Um, and then maybe we'll get Stapoy to get that right. But like, that's the only angle that I can see here that makes any sense at all. Is like there's history there you know, from the shoe game and Kyrie's like, I trust that guy. And then I that mean, guy's like, I can get Kyrie Irving. And that's like the thought process. I mean, cause this is how I see it. Like, even if like, like to me, like it just Dallas doesn't seem like a Kyrie Irving town. Right. Uh, first of all. So I think that's a bad fit city wise. And then like to like, it, do you have any belief that, if if they fork over, you know, they're they're obviously going to offer him, a, um, you know, a, a max deal. Like to me, like if he signs it, he's going to be demanding his way out in another year if they don't get to the second round. Like it, it's he he's only signing it because they're the only ones that are going to definitely give him one. You know, maybe maybe L.A. does if 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 uh, you know with LeBron, maybe L.A. does. But to me. He's either going to walk to L.A. or he's going to sign that. Co- they're going to give him five years. He's going to sign it. And then in a year from now, he's going to want out. I mean, I, just, I don't I don't know why anyone thinks that that's, there's any other uh, possible <laughs> any other possible scenario. I mean, there's a lot of hilarity. There's a lot of sadness. Like, I, I mean, sadness to the extent that I can get sad over this. But like, I, I, like he deletes his his apology to uh, everybody for his anti-Semitic remarks. And then that was like day one in Dallas. So he gets to Dallas. <laughs> Very first thing he does, he's like, I'll delete my apology. Facebook or, you know, it was Instagram. That'll, that'll start everything off. In the right. And then he has the audacity at times to like say, uh, you know, the focus should just be on the team here. You know, whenever he gets asked a question, he doesn't like. Um, but, you know, when it when it comes to keeping the focus on the team, he's like, oh, no, I'll just delete this thing, you know. Um so there's that, and then like, there's this so weird, like because he's okay, mad at Joe Sai is the only thing I mean, that makes sense there. I know, and that's I mean that's that's fine, but it's such a funny like, it's such a weird like. Okay, you didn't want to make the apology. That's fine, you, and you you did it anyway. Okay, maybe you feel like you you sold yourself out, but now to go back like that just no that just is taking extra time out of your day to do something that's gonna catch you like negative flack. 
Where it's, you know, like if you were so against making the apology, then just don't make it. But, you know, like don't make it. Like they were going to treat, you know, they would have just treated you earlier. You know, like that's the whole, that's kind of my problem with anything with him and his stances is like they're so like fake. You know, they're, he's, he's, it's, it's whatever is like convenient for him at the time. He doesn't really want to be a martyr. He's not Colin Kaepernick. Like he's not anything that he stands for. He's not going to go all the way with it, you know, and then if then let the chips fall where they may, he's like, well, you know, I'll do this to, to benefit me now, but I'm really this social warrior deep down. Oh, well, this benefits me now. So I'll do this. It's, it's just so weird. It's just so weird. It's, it's really weird. And and I was just like in my head thinking of like personality types or people that I work with or near like that fit his mold and and they maybe not work with or, or near but like used car salespeople <laughs> he's coming into my head like we'll say or do anything and it doesn't matter what it is what it is like just and they they straight face gaslight anybody in their life just what and then, and then like what was also great was like when he was like talking about like Durant I, I think he had already if he had they had made the trade and he's like yeah you know I was just praying that he got out of there it's like 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 it was just this like purgatory for them of this uh, this just disaster like they they're firing coaches they're bringing in people that can't even play anymore just because they're buddies with stuff like it's shout only out markeith morris yeah i mean it's only you know deandre it's only when like the nets were like you know i don't really think we should do this even though you guys want it then all of a sudden the nets became awful when the nets acquiesced to every single demand oh you want steve nash oh, come on in yeah you want this oh yeah come on in then the Nets were perfectly fine. It's only when they have a little bit of resistance, all of a sudden, everybody wants out of there. They're the worst organization. I was just praying he got out of there. <laughs> Come on. They gave, they gave him a max, they gave Durant a max contract yeah. with an Achilles injury. I mean, I, what, what more do you, I mean, what are you talking about? I got a great idea. I don't know if, if the, the man would be up for it, but like, I want to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar interview Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Remember, I, I saw this show. Did you see the show Dave when Kareem was like uh, interviewing that guy Dave in that show? I don't know if you've ever seen the show. It's a really a obscure. Show, that was like a, he was what, Dave was like a sports agent or something? No, Dave was this, oh, you know, he was a, a rapping, like, he was like a one hit wonder rapper. Like, okay. it's on the FX network. It's pretty. It's pretty dark, but funny. Like, yeah, it's it's actually worth a look. I don't know if I watched like four episodes, and I was like, maybe I could keep going with this. And then Kareem was on one of them, so right. I was kind of like locked in. And uh, so, uh, yeah, no, Kareem interviews that guy. Kareem could interview Kyrie. I think that would be great. Yeah, there's just, no way. I, I just want to look the look of incredulousness. There is absolutely no way in hell that. Kyrie Irving is sitting down in a room with Kareem for an interview. There's absolutely no he's not he's not that crazy that he's gonna put himself in that situation. I would give a lot to no, see it happen. No way. Uh speaking of the Nets, so in that deal, they also got Spencer Dinwiddie. They also got Dorian Finney Smith, a first round pick, and 
I mean, Dallas will probably always have Luca, so I guess that's a safer first round pick. I don't know if that's from another team. I've admittedly not up to snuff on that. Um, two second round picks, which was low for this trade deadline, because of course everything was worth five second round picks. Right. I think that's a CBA thing that nobody understands yet. That they all on the inside understand, and we just don't know why second round picks were this upcoming CBA when they um, negotiate that up. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. So the Nets, like, if you're going to go through this hell that they went through and then come out of this on the other side, it pays to have a brand new owner entering the league that literally thinks he can do every job in the NBA. And <laughs> that's that Matt Ishma guy. Getting the name wrong, of course, because that's my thing lately. Um, so not only do they get this from Dallas, and and my thinking here is if you get anything for Kyrie, I mean, Joe Sy literally was like, I'm not trading you to the Lakers, you know, because I yeah. just don't like you. That's my yeah. read on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a complete spite. I'm sure the, the Lakers had a better offer, but yeah. When, no, you're, right. when you're at the point of like, I'm not going to trade you somewhere because I don't like you. Yeah. Never. <laughs> If Never you, underestimate the pettiness of a billionaire. <laughs> and if you if if you get anything in the subsequent deal that you make, I look at that as a win because you've already put everything, you know, on the back burner because you hate the guy, you know. Right. And so uh, they get Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, and that is pretty big as we get to the next. Which was this is the big the big trade, you know. Kyrie's the fun laugh at Kyrie trade. Right. This one is the. The mother. My God, when I saw it. And there were rumors starting to just like creep up out of everywhere. Like, yeah. One player's brother tweeted KD. He got the place wrong, but it was like, okay, all right, I'm seeing enough stuff from people who know things that this is actually going to go down. And then it went down. And this thing is just, I mean, it's like I respect it on the Sun side, but holy moly, if you're the Nets. You get Mikhail Bridges. I personally have him as a top 10 player, kind of like right now. Um, I know that's that's a little rich, but... It's a little rich. <laughs> I don't care. I, you guys can just cream me for being wrong if I'm wrong no, here. Like, Yeah, yeah I, I feel like everyone's like really doomsday nets, but if you look at this, you know what this, this roster reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of a Toronto roster pre-Kawhi Leonard. Like there's a lot of there, they are, there's a lot of great role players on this team that you desperately need on a championship team. Mm. And, you know, if they can, they hold together. They are literally one disgruntled superstar away from being really good. Like this is, this is, I mean, look at these guys. I mean, Dinwiddie, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. I mean, like, and they're already doing the lineup. Like they're playing all of their six, eight dudes. Yeah. I love that. I, I yeah, love this is, that. I like where they're, they're they're like, how do you reset? I mean, all the all the analysts they're acting like they got a bunch of like, you know, guys on like ten day contracts. I mean, these Mm-mm. are good players. Mm-mm. These are really like, good players. I I, I want to watch every game because I just defensively. Yeah. And then you got Claxton in the back, and yeah, he's a little yes. light in the britches, but like, I don't care at that point. You are yeah. fast. You are switchy. Yeah. People can't yeah. get an edge on you, you know, yeah. 
I, am... yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think the, the, the Brooklyn doomsday, they're going to be like, people are acting like this is a team that's going to be, you know, in the top three in the, with lottery balls or something. That's not the case. Well, and Bridges has run the offense in Phoenix. And granted, if yes. you're a great offensive player, you might bring them to more wins. But I also think that team knew that the, the writing was on the wall with Durant. Sure. Sure. And that's why they didn't play very well overall. And I oh, think yeah. you, you, you got yeah, a lot absolutely. going on there, like in the absolutely. Jay Crowder stuff. And you got, you know, Dippy owner on the way out. That's, yeah. you know, like there's a lot of crap going on with that team. And I don't think anybody feels safe, to be honest, because, you know, the guy comes <laughs> in and you you hear Chris Paul's name in a in a rumored trade. Like right. that doesn't happen from a team that knows how to run themselves like right. i get it we don't know if this guy's going to be good matt ishma or whatever his name is um apparently duking it out with uh what's his name in cleveland um the owner of Cle- the cleveland Cavs. i don't do names anymore cause I-, I might be all just, early alzheimer's i don't know <laughs> dan, dan gilbert that and yeah. i just you know honestly it's not even that it's just having a three-year-old that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> just repeated setbacks in the sleep department over and over and over again uh but they're doing battle with mortgages so god knows what that's all about but at any rate he comes in and he's like pretty much forced that deal across and and so like i respect it from this perspective if you think that you're gonna take a shot and and chris paul's window is basically now it was like two years ago yeah oh yeah you know you make the move but here's the thing Paul's not got any more time left. Right. Booker is pretty injury prone. And then Durant's got his own injury history, but yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel good about his, just his, I don't know. He, he seems to survive things, but man, you know, one or two bad things. Deandre Ayton has been a little bit of a space cadet is the best way I can put it. He, he is very much still unhappy. I, to me, I don't blame him. I don't blame him either, and that's clear. I, I think that they're hoping this can be somewhat of a Band-Aid since he's got his money, and now, like, he's never going to be blamed for anything, right? Like, he, you know, there's a long list. If they don't win, there's a long list of people that get the blame before they come to DeAndre Ayton. So well, I, th- I, th- I think that this will, in their in their mind, hopefully soothe him. He can focus in. All he has to do is rebound and rim run and, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, he's not going to, the, the onus is not on him. Well, he needs so, to get up we'll and see. block some shots for my fantasy teams. But, <laughs> but it also it's a little weird that he's not blocking more shots. I mean, just it, to me, it feels like a guy that's p- pissed off. Like he, oh, he's not that athletic though. Like, he, no, he's, no, you're right. He's not, he's not that athletic. I, I, I mean, he's to me, like I'm just, I'd be satisfied with him in the lane changing shots you know being in the right position but like i don't know i don't see him as a high volume shot blocker even in his even when he's at his best he's at the point in time in his career where the blocks go down it's it just it it, but at the same time i think he's got a little bit more that he's left on the table and that's their whole team their whole team i think is you know when you've got these big pieces moving and you know you're possibly on your way out the door or whatever the case may be, you know, that's how the Suns are, you know, their record right now. And yeah, they've had a lot of injuries, but so is everybody else. And that's just the way that this thing goes. Um, They're going to try to patch together the middle of their lineup, like the, 
I mean, KD can kind of fly around and play three different positions, but I I would like him at the four, just sort of generally. Um, now, can he play the three? Can he play the five? Yeah. Um, but you get outside of the the Paul and the Booker and the Cameron Payne minutes, and you start to look at a much improved Damian Lee. Yeah. So that gives you some hope. But then it gets really bad. Like Landry Shamit, I, I in his like rookie year, I think I was a little high on him, but it just seems like he's aside from being injured, he's just completely not good. Why they paid him, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I, I was high on him even for even into a couple of years ago. I think um, he hasn't done well with not having a home. I think you know he's bounced around a little bit, and I think that he's you know. <laughs> Some of these guys, you find out when guys get traded, you kind of find out who really loves basketball. And it, and if some, some guys, they make so much money. I mean, like, are you really like laying it out there for a team when you, when you think that you're like a perennial trading block guy, some people, some people are fine giving it their all and, and, and running into a wall because they love the game. And some guys are like, I'm not my this off season might be a little light on the work. You know? <laughs> so or I in the game itself. Like I'm not running work. through that screen. No. Yeah. I mean and that's that's you know, and you really don't know until you have a situation like that. Is this guy gonna just bring it no matter what the situation? And I just don't think he's one of those guys. So Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't put him on that, but it uh, I'll be I'll watch for that. Um I've just seen a lot of bad play. Um and then they're basically going to try to patch this up with like, it, it's kind of like um, when you don't know if anybody's going to pull it off, you just go get five of them and see if one will. Um, I like Damian Lee. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think he might be the favorite of all of these players I'm about to name to actually be a strong role player for a championship team. Um, Terrence Ross is, is coming in. I've seen enough Terrence Ross to kind of just know that maybe he can get hot and hit a bunch of shots for you, but everything else is a complete, not even question mark. It's just unlikely that he's, he's going to be there, you know, whether it's defense or, you know, just the whole flow of the game. I mean, I could see him just jacking up shots at the wrong time. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. I mean, he's had some really big games in the NBA. Akogi, Josh Akogi, he's just not there offensively. You know, gives you everything else defensively. Maybe he could be uh, a good role player for a team like this. Then they bring in Darius Basley. Um, I know a lot of people have wanted him to be good for a very long time, and it just hasn't happened. Um, you know, more of a, a of a shooty sort of forward. Not a lot of defensive toughness there. Um, so I don't really, I, I don't know about that. TJ Warren, it's been a bit since he's done anything. I don't know if there's anything there. So they're just, to me, really thin. And when you get back to the trade itself, you know, you got four first round picks and a pick swap going back to, to the Nets. And that is pretty crazy because you get yeah. one big injury for these guys. I mean, you got to count Chris Paul is done in my mind. You know, if one of the three remaining players gets hurt or, you know, in the case of Durant's like, nah, I don't like it here anymore. Or any of them, <laughs> right. for that matter. Yeah, that that is interesting to me because um, you know this reminds me a little bit of um, 
you know, when uh, when the Lakers got Westbrook, everyone was like, all the 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 experts were just like, oh, this is a you know, this is definitely gonna be great and stuff. And this is, I mean, obviously Durant's a lot better than Westbrook, and Booker is is really good and stuff. But I I just I, and I think this can work. I, I really do. But my issue is because. Chris Paul is definitely, I mean, beyond the downslope of his career. I mean, he's just really not dependable. There's some, they, if they were to make it, you know, to the, say they got out of the West, to me, like running into Milwaukee, like the one thing we know about Milwaukee is that Drew Holiday can make Chris Paul disappear. Just absolutely make him irrelevant. Probably make Devin Booker disappear too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would make him take a lot of really, really, really terrible shots. But even even Boston, if Boston's watching film, I think Marcus Smart can do also do the same thing to Chris Paul. And I think the the issue is they desperately need a traditional point guard because you don't want this to be just another Kevin Durant you know, plug in your other superstar take turns offense. We, we, we've seen that. We, we saw it in we, Dallas the last we two saw, games. We saw, we saw it in Dallas. We saw, you know, we saw Durant Westbrook. We saw Durant uh, Kyrie. It's, it's not, you know, like with all the, like I, I keep hearing these people, every, like they were talking about these, these moves and how this makes seems instant winners. And Oh my God, the Lakers missed out on Kyrie. And this would have made, I'm like, let's remember like, Kevin Durant's path to winning was joining a team with 72 wins. <laughs> like, like, can we can we take the pause? Can we hit the pause button on how great of a winner Kevin Durant is? I mean, to, can we hit the pause button on Kyrie Irving being a winner? I mean, you put him with like a top three all-time player, you kick out the best defensive player on another team for a game, and you make like and it takes you seven games. I mean, like, let's let's calm down on calling these guys winners, you know? So I just well, he's like I one just, of the greatest players in the NBA. If you ask, or in NBA history, if you ask history, history, you know, if you ask like, like current players and probably current basketball people, yeah, I mean the, the whole the whole thing is like this Harden Kyrie Kevin Durant thing is the, the this this is the biggest letdown ever. This should have easily been ch- says who we we know James Harden's going to choke in the in a, down the stretch of a game. Like what makes you think that they would have won something? You know, it's 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 pretty funny. So I, I just I just worry about this team with with no Chris Paul or Chris Paul going against you know anybody that's going to make him work. I mean, Memphis is going to make him, I mean, they're going to ride him up and down the side, up and down the court, you know, they're, Oh, they're Memphis, gonna, Memphis gonna, got issues. They, but they, have, they have issues, but, they, but, but I know, know what you mean. Like, chopping the head off of Chris Paul, they have, the, they have the people to do that. You know, they have multiple guards that can just make him work every single possession. Well, that's been the book on Kevin Durant since OKC is just, beating the crap out of him in a playoff series. And then he answered a lot of that with his play in Brooklyn in the playoffs. But yeah, if you were to face a Memphis, you know, I mean, I, I it's, it's like cliche at this point, what Dylan Brooks would do, you right. know, to him throughout a seven game series. It, the, the toughness factor would be interesting um, with Durant in this in this Chris Paul scenario, because I, I have a hard, I think Chris Paul has a really hard time getting the ball across the timeline now, you know. Yeah. Like he doesn't have any burst, so he's doing a lot of the, 
you know, back down dribble all the mm-hmm. way up the court. And yeah. that's, you know, when you like, he could still get to his spots, I would guess, but like, it's just a, a, that athleticism, it eventually becomes too much of a liability. Yeah. I, I feel like when I'm watching him play his best is when he's off the ball and he's catching the ball at like the elbow or something. And he's, he's maybe backing a guy in and that, that, you know, in the paint really off curls and stuff. It's kind of like where I feel like he's most effective. The idea of him dribbling the ball down the court, surveying and being dominant and moving wherever he wants to move and getting the guy, the shot, wherever he wants to give him the shot at. I just don't see it against high end defense. I I, I think we're in for a take turns offense. For for what it's and worth, that, in, in, and that, in, that will that will not that will not bode well. I, will, I mean, we're going to talk about it right now, actually, or not maybe this second, but like how this all impacts the championship odds. The odds keep getting released, and I want to say Phoenix is the top top slot. Boston is number two, and then I think Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee comes in three um, as far as odds of winning this thing. Um, let's get a couple more trades in here. Um, yep. Like I'm, I'm, I want to talk. I mean, your Lakers really did get lucky in in this whole thing. Yeah. Like they really didn't deserve anything. <laughs> deserves <laughs> deserve is now part of the. I, I did put deserve in there. <laughs> well, because you know you you behaved the way they behaved, and you don't deserve bleep. I don't care. I mean, no, I'm I'm kidding. But like when you take on Russell Westbrook and think that that was smart. I don't feel bad for you. Like, well, taking on Russell Westbrook when he doesn't when he doesn't fit at all whatsoever with your two best players, it's, it's, it's really I, it was it's crazy. And then so, I mean, this is this trade that 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 they got D'Angelo Russell. I mean, it's hilarious on its face for one. You know really? that he's back. Um, two, I mean, I couldn't imagine them getting a player of that quality in a Russell Westbrook deal. Like, I thought they would have to give things to get yeah. rid of Russell Westbrook, you know? And so that on, a, on itself is a win. But then you also get Jared Vanderbilt, and you also get Malik yeah. Beasley. Yeah, that the, they, they did well. <laughs> they did well. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they have, a, they have at least like a puncher's chance of something now. Right. Right. They got better. I mean, they definitely got better. Um these were, you know, these are the kind of players that, you know, they got rid of off their, their their championship team. You know, these guys that do the dirty work, these guys that accept roles. Um, yeah, well, it, we'll see what it does. I mean, it's it's a little. I think. I mean, it's a little too late. I don't. I don't see that. I mean, this will definitely. I think if they can string together some health, that sure, this probably puts them. Because I just don't think Utah is going to be able to stick around. So that that's the spot. That's the spot that is available in the plan, as well as. And Utah's uh, thin, man. Like yeah, and, and the Minnesota. You always have to think that they are a second well, away from. They completely they finally did a smart thing. I mean, I think bringing in Conley is a huge deal for them. Like it is. It is. It's, but is he is I mean his health I mean I don't know he's 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 always a injury away from being out for two weeks I, I but the alternative was you kept trotting D'Angelo Russell out there on a team of like three chuckers if you've got yeah, you know no, no, cat I in agree. the room I agree I agree and and now you get an adult in the room as well yeah. with Conley 
And I mean, that alone is worth the price of admission for Anthony Edwards, who, you know, he's already sort of got that just like the young, you know, just young and and aggressive is a nice way to put it. But like, it's a little much at times and you like that, right? Like he's definitely got the the dog in him is what is just like going around constantly with the x-ray of the dog inside of it is actually really funny but now everybody does it it's not so funny um and and then i thought getting to kill alexander walker wasn't a bad little throw in as well for them um but that balances their offense out they really needed that badly i think you're going to see the the wolves win more than they were winning and they were actually winning more games than i kind of thought they would with all this chaos going on hanging around 500 i could have really seen them you know like five games under 500 eight games under 500 with the way that that thing was setting up yeah Um, they'll still have to deal with the old cat rudy gobert thing right which is what it is and at the same time i'm just happy that they're not a complete train wreck because it was getting painful to watch um so, but the Lakers, they, they did get notably better. You do have LeBron. You do have a maybe possibly upset Anthony and you, Davis. And you, also, and you also have to watch out for um, the continued fall of uh, the Pelicans. You know, they just said that Zion re-aggravated his hamstring again. Well, so and during, I wasn't going to hit this. Rehab. Yeah, no, that's huge. I mean, and, and they are better with him. And he had sort of turned a corner, um, you know, with like, I don't know, not being just completely deficient on defense like right actually running back you know jogging back yeah. um but that team so they picked up josh richardson i thought that was pretty great found money for them considering they just had to get rid of Devonte graham and four second round picks um but like and i don't even think this factors much into their calculus i just think they have more depth again and they have been really bad and i think this is like brandon ingram stuff man like he's back so there's rust like it's clearly there's rust right i just keep looking in the i don't have numbers up in front of me but like it like i think it was like a minus 10 last night you Mm -hmm. know going for 35 points in the whole you know the whole boat um it's i i just wonder like is there something lingering there that place has never seemed to me to be the most stable place and then so they did a bunch of good things and then all of a sudden they did a bunch of bad things and um david griffin was like completely on the hot seat it felt like you know jj reddick basically ethering the guy you know and most people are good with reddick so like i think when he ethered david griffin and and basically badmouthed that front office like a lot of people believed him and and that sort of added to the fire of what was going on and then they just got really good again you know uh, maybe not again but like the playoff series against the suns just you know looked like a world beater and they they came out that way this year too and then they've they lost like 10 straight yeah i mean they looked good they looked good a month and a half ago still i mean yeah even like in the (laughs) losing streak it was like they didn't look that bad no no i i just think i mean like to me this is all about the you know obviously the ingram injury have not having him and zion but you just can't i mean like this team cannot afford which is what i really kind of worry about them in the coming years they really these 
kind of teams that build toward a championship, they they have like a certain trajectory and they can't have these massive setbacks. With all of Zion's injuries, they're just constantly restarting. You know, they're constantly restarting. They just can't put together. I don't know if they're going to be able to put together 68 quality games, you know, with, with their core intact playing all the time, getting better, finding ways to win, you know, losing tough games. Those are all part of the the makeup to get to a championship. And I just don't know if they're ever going to be able to get started, you know, because, I mean, now this is a hamstring. I mean, this is the, like the uh, hamstrings are terrible. Pulled hamstrings are terrible because they actually they actually feel like because you're so tight. And then like you when you come back, it kind of always feels like you're going to pull it again. So for somebody with his game, I mean, uh, I mean it's going to be devastating. I mean, he, he, he might only be returning if he gets back. He may only be about 70%. He's not going to be comfortable doing normal Zion things. I, I, I know yeah. I know my experience translates to Zion <clears throat> Williamson so well, but I, uh, I, I had like, torn hamstrings for like a year. Yeah. I, it felt like I could never, ever get that back. Right. Like it just because of everything you just said. And and yeah. he's just a really large human being with, yeah. you know, like five times the hamstrings. That I have. Right. And, and the thing <laughs> but, where he suffers, too, is he's not a true like he can't just plop down on the ball unless like you switch a small on him. He can't just plop down. It's not like it's like Shaq or something that they're already close to the rim. Like he still has to like do some work to elevate. His arms aren't very long. So it's it's not like he's he needs to, to have the face up game and go downhill and stuff. And that's just hard to do on a bum wheel. So we'll see. Well, let's get to the we got another 10 minutes here. And um, I want to know where we we're at on predicting stuff. So um, I think the West is spicier than the East. So let's start in the East. Yep. And I mean, Boston didn't really make any moves. Milwaukee didn't really make any moves. Um, I mean, Jay Crowder, but whatever. Um, yeah. Philly, I thought they made a great move to get Jalen McDaniels. Um, unless it's Jaden, I get them mixed up. Um, and I don't remember names, which according to one fine fellow out there, proves I don't watch the games. It's true. It's true. I, I don't watch him. Who, why would I? Who needs him? Um, Cleveland at four and a half back in the four slot. Um, I'm just reading these down the conference standing sheet. Uh, Brooklyn at, at the five seed, eight games back. So pretty good distance between them and four. Miami at nine and a half in the sixth slot. New York at 10. New York picked up Josh Hart. And um, it was clear that Tom Thibodeau did not like Cam Reddish at all and that he right. loves himself some Josh Hart. So right. I'm just happy on Valentine's Day that everybody found their match. Yes. Um, Atlanta at eight, just toiling along. Uh, <laughs> Toronto. Surprised that they're there, quite honestly. With, with that thing has just kind of <laughs> turned on its ear. But Trey Young, yeah. we'll, we'll find out about you this year. Uh, Toronto. Uh, did not sell everybody off, and they are yeah. at nine, at fourteen and yeah. a half. Washington just hanging on at fourteen and yeah. a half in the ten slot, and then you get sure. Chicago, perennially disappointing, or not perennially, but well, maybe uh, at fifteen, they're on the outside looking in. Indy doing everything they can to 
just not do anything correctly and they're 17 games back so they are in the in the race really and orlando as well 17 and a half back so you got three teams outside looking in still with a shot charlotte and detroit way back um i don't think we need to do like the full standings hop here but like man the east just really stood still well I mean, what I actually think it's a good thing. Like a lot of these, so I feel like some teams just make moves just to make linear moves, and you know, what what could Washington have done that was going to make them put them into the hunt? You know, like what could Atlanta have done? I mean, everyone's talking about John Collins and stuff, but like he the. If people are interested in John Collins, they'll be interested in him in the offseason. Like, you don't have to just do something just to do it. If it's not going to propel you into, like, now we're looking at getting to an Eastern Conference final. So I'm fine. I'm always fine with the standstill. I mean, somebody was, I was listening, some guy was ripping on Denver for not doing anything. It's like, well, they're, they're the number one freaking seed. I mean, like, what, what, what are they, do you should just blow it up because, because, uh, Phoenix made a move. Like it doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with them. East standing still to me, it's still Milwaukee's, um, let's, let's see how long Jalen, uh, Jalen Brown is out. But, uh, to me, Milwaukee is just still, still your team over there. Oh man. They are clicking. Um, it's, yeah, it's, speaking of Jalen's even... ghost of stat boy tells me it's Jalen McDaniels on Philadelphia. But I'm not kidding. Like I, I watched him in Charlotte a lot for fantasy sports reasons. And I was really hopeful that they would get rid of all their guys and leave him in a, in a good expanded role. I think that that is going to be really beneficial for them. Who, come, come play yeah. on Jalen McDaniels just can do a little bit of everything. And, it's just going to be a solid player. I think you'll see for that Philly? for Philly. Yeah, I think you're yeah, going to see. You still got James Harden there, bro. I, I, I know, I know, I, I, I know. I, it's, like, it's so dude, funny. Me, if you have James Harden on your team, you are, you are you're not winning. You're I, not I, winning. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I put some <laughs> futures in on Philly because they were so not favored, and because yeah, I, I just did but... it on the back of Joel Embiid because I was like, man, I mean, at some point in time, this guy's got to just take over the thing. But you know. Yeah. Not as long as uh, what's his name is there calling or since what's his name's in love with uh, in love with them. I mean, like they're just they're just wasting Joel. And I don't understand Daryl Morey. He's, he, he's he's not going to have a long career. He's already had the lower leg injuries. Like yeah. the time is now for, for Joel. I, I, I like to, without any sort of evidence, take credit for uh, Daryl Morey finding the Anthony Melton and, and bringing him into Philly. <laughs> And I know he's a follower of the show. So, I mean, that I I kind of feel like, you know, put one and one together and it makes sense. Um, But the Harden thing, I just don't understand the Harden thing, man. Yeah. Why? At any rate. um, and, and, And I will say this. I will judge you if you think that James Harden is a great basketball player. Yes. I I will get judgy about that. Um, Okay. So I'm kind of unchanged on, on who I picked, who I can't even remember. I I might've even picked Philly to come out of the East. I think you picked them to have the best record. Okay. Did I take Boston? I think I I took Boston. Boston. I think you took Boston. And they're great. Uh And I'm, and I think it's, they, they kind of, I mean, gambling on Robert Williams, knee is, is quite a gamble if you're Boston, but, and then I do think that there were, I mean, man, Charlotte got rid of Mason Plumlee. Almost to keep him yeah. happy, like yeah. 
I, I just thought that he was gettable. I thought there were a couple, any big, like you could have gotten Rashawn Holmes for a song. You know, yeah, in, I, I, in Sacramento. Yeah, but, I don't think where did, Plumlee, where did Plumlee go to? Where did, where did he end up? Oh boy, where'd Plumlee go? My brain. Stat boy. Stat boy, Plumlee. Plumlee. Anybody? No, he. Where did Plumlee go? I don't know. It wasn't It wasn't to Sacramento. That's where they wanted him. Um, uh, Clippers. That's right. You know why I don't remember it? Because it was so stupid. Yeah. It was I don't like, for them, I don't understand it. I mean, he's a good player. I just thought they like the Clippers made a bunch of linear moves. Like they, like they were just like, let's just do stuff. <laughs> I and and then you got the team campaigning to get Russell Westbrook, and it's like, yeah, I, I that's just a classic Steve Ballmer run organization where like Paul George is practically in charge. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah, it's they're a mess. They're a mess. I, they're very interesting. I think we'll talk about them at some point because um, I, I think there's just a lot there, but um Going to a place where you're going to play 22 minutes a game, you know, to keep like it felt like in Charlotte's comments that they wanted to do right by Mason Plumley, <laughs> And it's like Boston or whoever, you know, like get in there and make a deal that's better than these guys have to do right by Mason Plumley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that would really I mean, him to him to Boston, you'd feel really good about because that would really really take some of the tread off of Williams, you know, going into the playoffs. Yeah, just even that little thing right there. Yeah. Like, you got to keep – I'm Robert Williams, I'm sorry. Like, we knew his knee was done, you know, however many years ago. Two years ago, yeah. And then, you know, uh, old uh, Neil Long denier. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I mean, I still like. I mean, I still, I like, I still like him. Though. I just, I just, you know, they, I would have, you know, it seems like everything was for, you know, you could have got anybody for, you know, fifteen second rounders. So, I mean, I like the combo of them both because I still think that this team, he just is such a difference maker. I mean, he covers so much ground on defense. Um, oh yeah, he's, and, and when he's healthy, I mean, he can he gets the shots. Well, and in, in tandem with with everybody else on that team, it's it's very compelling, like extremely yeah. compelling what they put on the floor, both sides, offense and defense. Um, so yeah, I'll still take Boston just to keep keep my picks consistent. Um, the West, though, this is and we've got basically four minutes here, so uh, we're gonna slam a big old discussion in four minutes. Yeah. Um, who's your top? I mean, I, I still, I mean, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm still rolling with, I think I'm going to go with uh, Denver. I mean, the Warriors, I just, they just can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. They literally, they can't, they can't defend anybody. <laughs> if you, if you, no, if you get just, Peyton in. When's he going to play? I know, <laughs> you know, I know. It's, it's, when's he going to play? And that drama is um, hilarious, but. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. And who knows how Steph's gonna come back? It's too bad because Clay has hit his stride and then some. Um, you know, Wiggins is gonna work himself back in, but they just can't stop anybody. And Jordan Poole is just—he just makes some really interesting decisions down the stretch of games. You give me a healthy Gary Payton, which is a huge if. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll be healthy at some point, but. 
I don't they, know, they, man. Core they, muscle stuff is bad. It, it's and, and that's easily that's easily re-triggered too. Yeah, that's, you re-injure that that core stuff a lot. And he hasn't uh, been able to stay on the floor throughout his career, really. Yeah, no, that's true. The, the last year with Golden State was a little bit of a um, aberration, actually. But I'll say this: if if he is twenty, it's the same prediction I made in the finals. If he plays more than twenty minutes a game for that team in the playoffs. I'll take them over Phoenix. And then I start to have trouble above them. I don't know about I don't like, know about taking them over Phoenix even. If there's I, some sort of semblance like, of I think Dre might take KD out of the game. I don't that, that that's a stretch for me. He's struggling a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, he and he does that. He's done that before and then he gets geared up for the playoffs. I, yeah. But like the mental game, like yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't I, know that. I, I don't I'm, think, I'm getting my popcorn for that one. I, I don't. If they, if they want to, if they want to, if their idea is to go exclusive with Draymond on Kevin Durant and clutch moments, I don't know if that's a good idea. I, you, I think you think he's, he's going to shoot over him? He's still going to go. Even as, even whatever athleticism he lost, I think that he could just go buy him. And he's too crafty. He's too. Here, the thing is, he's too crafty with his moves. I think he's just going to foul out. I think. I think the free. Throw, I think the free throw situation will be. I think that he, Draymond, has lost too much mm. to cover to cover him one on one. And he's just too. Even if he can't get by him cleanly, he's just so good at like swinging those long arms and. Yeah, I don't know. I think that. I think that's a that's a stretch. I, th- I think that. I mean, there, there, there'll be other ways to defend him. I mean, J- I, Kevin Durant will shoot you out of a game for sure if given the opportunity. I just don't know that Draymond is the best um, presents the best test for him. Then you got but, Memphis uh, and Denver. Memphis and yeah. Denver. Phoenix. I mean, let's rule out the Kings. Let's rule out the Mavs. Let's rule out the Clippers just for the sake of expediency. Yeah. We'll even rule out my favorite Pelicans because. Yeah. I and I'm not I'm not yet ready to do that, but just because we got to go, I'll yeah. do that. Um, out of those four teams, yeah, I still I, I guess I would go with Denver, wow. just because they have the most continuity. But like, I don't know. I don't really feel good about it. If that, <laughs> I don't feel good about it. Mem- Memphis teams, is right? is too busy trying to figure out what they're doing off the court. <laughs> Dude, what a! I mean, they are interesting. I Seriously, mean, like real interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you think the playoffs is like about Twitter beefs and pointing lasers at people, I mean, then they're Man, by far the best. Best far. Somebody best. put together a um a, a, a eight mile remix of <laughs> John ja Morant as Clarence. Yeah, so that's right. I saw. <laughs> And Clarence's parents have a really good marriage. I saw that. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, oh, I mean, they are just. I'm. I. This, of course, it's the playoffs in the West. I'm so like ready to watch every single minute and just you know take it all in because that this is just that Memphis team alone is worth the watch. Phoenix is worth the watch. You know, like. Just, I mean, I, I, I mean, Golden State. I mean, they're only one game behind the six. I mean, if they just get into that top six, I'll feel a lot better. Yeah, it's all one game out of the playoffs. (laughs) They're also one game out of, exactly. They're also one game out of the playoffs. By the way, Portland and Oklahoma City and Los Angeles behind them. And Oklahoma City 
Ain't that bad. No. Oklahoma City's coming, dude. Dude, they and they have five million draft picks. It's Yeah. And and Shy Gildas Alexander is is for real. Anyway, we're gonna have yeah. to cut this short. Out of those four teams, I'm gonna be a homer. Yeah. And take Golden State. It's not the but worst this decision. is like the worst. It is the worst decision. I have zero confidence yeah. in my pick. <laughs> no, you guys know me. I'll say it. If I got confidence, I got none. No, no, no. confidence whatsoever. I don't know. Give me like two more weeks and I'll make my predictions. Um, all right, cause we got to run. All right. Good talking with you, sir. Um, you can follow us online at twitter.com slash KOZANDBRU show, facebook.com slash KOZANDBRU show, at Sports Ethos. And uh, please like and review the show. It helps us out so much. Another one's at the books. Peace. Peace.